G'day punters, welcome back to another episode of The Weigh-In, where we uh, try to find a few future winners, mate, uh, Saturday, good day for members, We, uh, I think we finished up about 53 units, I think my math said, and hopefully a few that we can follow out of it. Yeah, 53, it was a good day, it was um, looking lean early days, but a couple of value plays kept us going, we um, well, we found one at Kembla, uh, do you remember her name? Carolina Fire. Carolina Fire. Jeff Penzer straight to the front. We took uh, $12. She ended up starting about $6. Really well supported. It played out absolutely perfectly. She proved too strong for them in the run home. She was third up. She was ready to peak, and she took complete control of the race. And then in the last race, it was much of the same. Um, I think we took about $9, started around seven fifty. I think um, Ned's and Ladbrokes wanted to take her on. So she was 8.50, but she was lighting up at about that price. So um, she was really well supported, straight to the front, slow speed, extended nicely, and too good. I think uh, I when I clipped those couple of reels up this morning and going back and listening to the uh, Saturday Strategy podcast, which it's out there for, uh, for people who aren't members to listen to now. It goes up on Mondays. Uh, and for those of you that are members and sort of saw that and thought, where are we getting this podcast from? That's the live stream that goes out Saturday morning. But, mate, it was pretty much a, a carbon copy, both wins on the weekend. It was hopefully Jeff Penzer, hopefully Jenny, Jenny Duggan takes them both to the front. They control it. They kick away. And that's what happened. Yeah, that was good. It's, uh, I think um, horses that, well, I don't think. I know that horses that race on speed, that, that's why they have better winning records because they, they win races that they should win. Yep, exactly. Um, and I think, like you said, it was a lean starting. It was looking like a lean Saturday at one point. I'm a big fan of racing Twitter, uh, and I don't know many people on there that had winning Saturdays either. So, I think for us to walk away uh, 53 units in front uh, is a big Saturday. Yeah, it was good. We've given some back in the last 48 hours, but we've yep. still got one to go today. So, That's hopefully, right. we can get the money for us. 100 percent, mate. Fingers crossed. Uh, well, we're at Randwick on the weekend, and. Uh, mate, we saw 10 races run and won, and the first race of the day, it was a, a two-year-old race uh, over the 1,000 metres. Don Corleone was a pretty impressive winner uh, of that, and Kundalini ran second. But, mate, you found one that you wanted to follow out of that that could be a little bit of a hidden gem out of the race. Yeah, the, the, the Cornell are very smart, obviously. Um, they're going to play a big part in uh, feature two-year-old races later in the uh, the autumn. So Don Corleone... He was really good. Uh, Blinkers went on. He was ridden like a good horse. He let down like a good horse. He actually had the best last 200 metres of the day. Um, Kundalini, very good as well. Sat on speed. Uh, Doesn't really know what racing's all about yet because um, she just really didn't want to race until Don Corleone got past her. She actually produced the second best last 200 of the day. So So she's done a terrific job, and she's, she's done that from on speed. So she went... So he went from the fourth best sectional between the four and the two to the best sectional between the two and the finish line. And she went from the 20th best sectional between the four and the two to the second best sectional yep. between the two and the finish line. So I reckon she was just uh, half floating, waiting for something to come. Um, and then the winners got to her and she, she's wanted to dig in. But both of those two can definitely be followed. But the one that I think was a sneaky run, so this what this is what this show's all about. It's about sneaky runs, it's not about yep. the obvious. So we're just we're just having a look at the races. We're trying to find a future winner and trying to get some money out of the bookies. Um, but I think High King was a good run. 
he was... He was a bit slow to begin, um, and then he had to be used up to find a spot. He got back to the fence. Um, when they were all making their runs, he was held up for clear galloping room. He only got clear with about 250 metres to go. So he had no momentum, but his work through the line was great. He had the fourth best last 200 metres of the day. So you can see uh, his, his quick in between the four and the two. So he had the ninth best sectional of the race between the four and the two. Um, and then he's produced the third best sectional between the two and the finish line. So he's done a terrific job to get as close as he did, and we can completely excuse the beaten margin. I think the, the boogies might mix, miss him next time out, yep. so we can put him in our black book and, and we'll be following him. For those punters that like a bit of a, a futures bet and might like to have a little bit of a nibble at big odds, uh, you can get 100 to one or $101 about him in the golden slipper and $34 in the blue diamond. So I don't know if there's been any support there already and a bit of a, an inkling that they might be heading to Melbourne for a, a blue diamond prelude and the, and the feature, but uh, that's what's available. Just having a look, Kundalini, uh, they paid $1.7 million for her. Um, she's a half-sister to Rise, to the, Rise of the Masses, who... Was a uh, he was a Group Two or Group Three winner this time last year on the way into the uh, to the Golden Slipper. But mate, while we're on the two-year-old races, um, do you want to have a quick chat about the two-year-old picture um, yeah. in terms of where we're, we're at? Have, Obviously, we're have we've had uh, we've had the Magic Millions run and one. This to well Thursday last week, and then we had obviously Don Corleone stepped out on Saturday. Kings Gambit's back this weekend. A few nice. Uh, a few nice fillies going around in the Widden. Uh, is there a clear standout for you at the moment? For me, it's King's Gambit. Um, that's a little bit of pocket talk, but um, I'm chips in in the slipper. But how does the sort of how's the slipper picture shaping up, after, especially after those two horses on debut on the weekend? Yeah, I'm not one to uh, get stuck into them uh, early. Like I'm, I'm not. I don't have too much of a, an opinion. I, I'll just wait until the final field comes out, and then I'll make my um, opinion once once we get to see the barriers and we once we get to see all this water go under the bridge in the next uh, the next few weeks. But King Gambit definitely has to be the the horse to beat. Uh, he just travelled into the race. He ran time in his debut. He's trialled super. We get to see him on Saturday in the Canterbury. You said he was about a dollar fifty. Dollar fifty. Dollar fifty. So oh, I'm very keen to see him. But uh, I probably like. I like the Don Corleone run. Um, he'd probably be my uh, sort of horse moving forward. But, um, yeah, we'll wait and see. I just want to mention one more horse out of that race was a bit of a sneaky run. Scorpion Jack. Um, don't know too much about him, but he warmed up late. Worked through the line was good. So um, he's run second last. So he might be one that the boogies missed too. So just watch his replay. Half-brother to Cardigan Queen, who... Uh I'm pretty sure won a few races, maybe in Melbourne. Cardigan Queen, yeah, I know, that, know her, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, there you go, $110,000 yearling. Scorpion Jack. Jeez, you've got all the uh, got it all, all the stats. Yep, love it. Um, we'll move on from the two-year-olds there, mate. So that's High King and Scorpion Jack to, to follow out of race one at Randwick on the weekend. Uh, move on to race three, it was the, the Tab Highway. Uh, run over, what were we this week, 1,100 metres. Smoke Show was the winner of that race. Got up on the inside of Iron Will. Gallant Star ran third. And Syrian Star ran fourth, mate. Uh, Rodney Northam's runner, Rachel King was on. Jeez, talk about luckless. Yeah, this race, I was really keen on Mogo Magic in this race. I thought it was a really good thing, but 
They scratched him. Interested to see where they go with him, so keep your eyes out for him in the form guide. He's a very good horse. Uh, Syrian Star, yeah, absolutely luckless. First up, I think it was 119 days between runs. Uh, he got back. He was held up for clear galloping room. He got shut out. Then he went for another run, and he got shut out. And he only got clear in the last 100 metres. His work through the line was outstanding. Mm-hmm. You could easily make an argument that he should have won the race. Uh, in my opinion, he should have won the race, but, geez, he was stiff, and, and in highway grade, he'll, he'll definitely be winning a highway in the near future. Beautiful. It was, uh, yeah, I think a few blokes... A watch. A few blokes in the group chat might have been on it, I think, and uh, they were a little bit... Flat. Flat. That's probably yeah, a good, word to, yeah, that's, that, good way to put it. the right way to put it, yeah, yep. 100%. Uh, mate, one more to follow out of the Randwick meeting on Saturday, and we're going to race number five, a horse by the name of Cardone. Uh, this horse finished fourth as well in the, the Lucky Variety race. Uh, mate, Josh Parr was on for the Hawks camp. This horse, we haven't seen too much. He's only had the one start. He was one start for a win, and I think he beat the uh, the ultimate bridesmaid in the Charlottetown on debut at Canterbury. But you were happy to be with this guy going forward. Yeah, I think he's a, a relatively nice horse. Uh, he, he he bungled the start. Um, he had the wide draw against anyway, so he was going to get back. But he, he bungled it. He got further back than you would have expected. I think he, he sort of like... He began awkwardly, and he, he was sort of with them, but it took him a bit of time to find his feet, and he yep. ended up about five lengths last. Um, so he had a bit of work to do to get back into the race. He had uh, had to make a long, sustained run between the eight and the four. Uh, I liked his sectional between the, the four and the two, and I liked his work through the line. I think he did a terrific job. I think it was 35 days between runs, so he can strip fitter for that effort. I think 1,100 metres is probably going to be short of his best. I think he's yep. probably going to be a 12, 1,400-metre horse. Um, so I'll be interested to see where they take him next. But he's a smart horse, and he can um, make his presence felt in a race like this in the future. That's a benchmark 72. Yep. Beautiful. He um, he was good. I thought he was good. Yeah. I thought he was really good. Yep. I think, um, yeah, nice horse. Yep. As for Charlatan? Uh... Charlatan's one. Oh, we backed him. Uh, he, he looked all over a winner. Um, was it I that think day it was about, or was it the following start? It was, yeah, it was that day. It uh, was it? I'm not sure. No, I think it was the following day. I think yeah. he's run second three times yeah. this prep. So I think um, it wasn't that day because I remember saying, oh, he might have run into a smart horse and then he, he shirked it. But that horse that beat him, um, mm-hmm. uh, the, the beat him when we backed him, so he was second yep. up, came out and bolted in on yeah. Saturday uh, at Kembla. So um, I don't know. I don't know whether he's shirking his tasks. If you own him, how do you feel? Like you went, you run second, I think, in a golden gift as a two-year-old. Book your spot into a golden slipper. Start pretty close to, or well, you know, one of the fancied runners in a golden slipper, and you still can't win your maiden as a dollar forty. I think he'll. Is I he think, on English to be sold, or are no, you sticking with him and he wins a good race at some he'll, stage? He'll he'll do something at some stage. Mm. He's got he's got the ability. He's got the he's got the engine under the bonnet. Just and a nutcase. He just needs to. Has he been gelded yet? Uh, he has he been gelded. Gel- he has gelded, been gelded. Didn't he? Yeah, resumed gelded. Mm. His last one was the most disappointing. Um, I thought the first two were pretty good. Yeah. And then the last one, he sort of just shirked it in that last furlong when he was beaten off. But yep. I don't know. He'll Joe pop, he'll work pop him up out. at $15 in a, in a Saturday group Yeah, that's right. That's right. Pull our pants out. Yep. Uh, before we end this one, mate, we've got three horses just to sort of put in the forgive file. They were all slow to recover um, as per the stewards report. Um, Divine Breath, the first one. Sparring the second, West of Africa the third. Yeah, not much to say, but West of Africa was um, really well supported. So um, definitely put horses like that in your forgive file because if they're slow to recover, um, they can bounce back at their next start 
very quickly. Yep. Uh, anything to leave the punters with, mate? Uh, we've got well, Saturday racing. We've got, um, we've got a bit of good Saturday racing. Um, we've got the Expressway Stakes. They've uh, extended the noms for that. Um, yeah, they only had four the four in the nominations. But Golden Mile, was it Golden Mile, Cote, Forbidden Love, and there was one more. To Kiss a Cod. To Kiss a Cod. And you said that uh, Joe Pride was yep. going to Maria run Maria Mia. Mia. Yep. Um, yeah, so that's an interesting race. I'd probably be inclined to be with Forbidden Love early stages just because the race will probably set up better for her. Um, Cote will go forward. Maria Mia can go forward. Um, in a, like You're going to have a small field. You're not going to have a fast tempo, so it's probably not going to set up for Golden Mile. So I think Forbidden Love would probably be riding that speed. And if they zip home in, in 33... Thirty-three yeah. and a half. He's gonna he's gonna have his task to to yeah. reel him in over the short course first up. But um, yeah, probably be with her in that race. And then you've got the good horse on Saturday, um, as you said, King Gambit about dollar fifty. Very interested to see him go around. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, not 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 tipping anything on the weekend. But great racing, and yep. we'll wait until final fields come out on Wednesday, and then hopefully we can find some. Value. Yep. For the punters that do like a little early spec, I've got one that I, I like going around in the Widden Stakes. Uh, been a bit of money for her since markets went up this morning. She's fives into fours, and that's learning to fly from the Annabelle Neesham camp. Uh, Coolmore owns. They paid a bit for her. She's closely related to... Remember the mayor? Uh, well, she was a mayor, Lake Geneva. Uh, I think she might have run second or third in a golden slipper. Yep. Um, Acrobat, another one that he had the one start. He's off to stud, but that's the family. And I noticed I've, I've had a bet in both the Blue Diamond and the Golden Slipper at $51. But today, since she's been nominated for the Widden, she's coming to 26 in both those markets. Bang. So Bang. We'll, um, we'll see. But for the punters that like a little all-in spec... Have something on learning to fly. Okay. Well, uh, good luck. Good luck. Yep. Thanks for joining us, punters. Have a great week, and hopefully uh, these horses come up in the nominations in the near future, and we can back them accordingly. That's right. Good luck on the punt out there.